0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Time once again for a breaking news edition of the Bama online podcast. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL alongside site publisher, Tim Watts. And as you know, by now, typically when we get together for these type of pods, there is news for the Alabama Crimson side. On the football recruiting trail, and that is the case once again as Alabama Tim Watts goes into Gator Country to pick up a four-star wide receiver prospect in Jaron Hamilton, six foot one, one hundred and eighty-eight pounds from Buholtz High School right there in Gainesville.
0: Yeah, Jaron's a big commitment. You know, he's an interesting story. Camped at Alabama, and you know, we've talked about how much Alabama loves the camps and the saving staff loves the, loves, the um, loves to get the kids into camp. It reminds me a lot of Kobe Prentice. If you remember last year, Kobe Prentice had committed to Maryland, uh, visited Alabama, and uh, blew you know tore up the camp as we reported, got an offer, and then committed. Well, Jaron did a similar thing. He came to Alabama camp in June. Guys, really fast, had a fantastic workout. Nick Saban personally offered him on the spot. They loved him that much, um, or that was the feedback we got. He came back. Uh, uh, for the cookout in July, came for an unofficial visit during the season and saw his recruitment blow up. I mean, he had Michigan, um, Tennessee, USC, a ton of schools interested and was going to take official visits to several of them and just kept coming back to Alabama, just never taken any official visits until he visited for the Iron Bowl this weekend and obviously You know, it was enough. I think he knew where he wanted to go. We had been told behind the scenes for a long time that Alabama was going to be tough to beat, and he just decided to commit after visiting this weekend. So
1: let's get into a little bit of what Alabama is getting in Jaron Hamilton, Tim. As we talked about earlier, this is a guy plus six foot, right around 190 pounds already. You look at his tape from his senior season there at Buchholz High School – This is a guy who plays predominantly on the outside at the receiver position, as you see with a lot of guys of his size and skill set at the prep level. And, um, you know, looks like a guy with uh, plus speed uh, and also a guy that shows up in terms of physicality at the position and willingness to go into the middle of the field and a guy who can win in traffic. And maybe some maybe a little bit of Kevin Norwood to his game is what I'm picking up here.
0: Uh, this guy's a track guy. I mean, you look at him, he's he's got two, good 200-meter times. He's a sub-11, 100-meter guy. Um, but you see it on the film. It translates. You're seeing him on the field. He's out running guys. There's some, you know, there's some routes that are just go routes. He's just lining up and blowing off the ball. His initial burst is really good. He looks long when you look at him. He looks high-cut. He's got really long legs, um, and he explodes. And the thing I like about him is his catch radius. He goes up and catches a lot mm-hmm. of balls at their high point in traffic too, not just like an uncontested ball. He's up in traffic several times you see it. And also the thing I like is you see a lot of bumper pool, bumper cars with him. There's plays where, you know, the highlights where there's six yards, but seven or eight guys are putting hats on him trying to bring him down. He's a, he's a scrappy guy. He's, you know, he's going to be strong and fast. And as a track guy, you know, you always think a track guy, is going to get bigger, stronger, better when he focuses just on foot, football. Tom tells us that's usually the case because physically, you know, you, you know, running track's not really conducive to gaining weight. You know, you, you burn a lot of calories out there. So he's spending half of every season on the track uh, track team. So I think the, the upside's going to be there. But when you watch him again, you watch him, he's one of those double deuces. He's fast. He's explosive. There's a couple of plays. It's just small plays on this highlight tape that I liked where the play was kind of broke down, but you kind of see him work into open spaces trying to help his quarterback out. You saw that on a couple of plays. And his senior film's cut up into games, so it's a little harder hard to notice that stuff. But he's definitely a home run threat. Reminds me, I mean, you've seen a theme these last two recruiting classes. And these the thing with these last two recruiting classes, these are camp classes. You know, before COVID had shut down the camps, well you're seeing guys like you know, Malik Benson and, you know, last year Isaiah Bond was a straight track guy. We've seen him impact the team this year, Kobe Prentice. But all these guys, Cole Adams is fast, Malik Benson's fast. You can see them putting a lot of fast receivers at the top of their board.
1: Yeah, when you look at um – um when you look at Hamilton over the last couple of seasons there at Buholtz High School, he's averaged more than 20 yards per catch. So certainly a big play threat who, again, doesn't mind the physical aspect of receiver play. It doesn't seem like anyway. So uh, looks like a very nice pickup for Alabama as the early signing date approaches. His quarterback there at Buholtz High School, Creed Whittemore, uh, is committed to Mississippi State as an athlete. He's probably going to be more of a receiver himself in the Southeastern conference. So let's talk about who did the job here to go along with, obviously the closer and Nick Saban from the Alabama coaching staff perspective, Tim, uh, give us the primary. And and certainly I'm guessing Holman Wiggins is the position
0: coach had a say in this too. Yeah. I mean, you know how Alabama does it. Joe Cox was the, the, uh, primary recruiter, which is just the area recruiter. He's the guy that lays a lot of the groundwork and then Alabama will, um, they will uh, have multiple coaches working on that player. Holman was a guy that's definitely going to be involved. Joe's a young guy, you know he. You know we're seeing him to have a guy come out this early. Um, you know, I mean, his career at Alabama is fairly early. He's had some big name guys. He's went into Florida and, and battled for. There's more, but this is a big win for him. Um, he does have the uh, 2024 tight end commit um, college committed from from Georgia, but this is a big win in my opinion because. Alabama, again, is looking for playmakers. And if you watch the team this year, I think a lot of people said, you know, the question was, where are the playmakers? But some of the highlights that you did see were the young guys. I mean, you're seeing some mm-hmm. of those young guys begin to, you know, stand out. You're still waiting to see Aaron Anderson out there healthy. But you've seen, you know, you've seen some Shaz, Preston, Isaiah Bond, and Kobe Prentice. So you're seeing a youth movement as it comes. But you get these guys that run track, that run speed, that are fast. And I mean, I know the – there's always pitfalls. We call them track guys, but you know what I mean. You started track guys were basically guys who ran track that they pulled onto the football team.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: these these guys we're talking about are football players who just so happen to be fastest crap.
1: Yeah, I don't see as much of the track guy. I mean, he has track credentials.
0: I understand that, yeah,
1: and I, I get where you're going. I see a football player when I watch uh, when I watch this guy um, because I do see. Uh, yards after contact, and again, not a guy who appears to shy away much from the the physical demands that, that come with the position as well. So Alabama's fourth wide receiver commitment for the 2023 cycle, Tim, was this kind of the number all along, or has it been tentative based on some situations maybe involving receivers in the program already, or is it maybe a little bit of both coming into play?
0: You know, I think I thought, you know, early on, we thought the number was going to be three wide receivers coming off a uh, four wide receiver class in uh, uh, the the previous year. So I thought they were going to go with three, but then again, you know, you come out of the gates, you get Juco guy and Malik Benson. So, you know, you're only going to have him one or two years. Uh, you get Cole Adams. You had those guys early on, but then you come in and you fist fight for the main guys. Uh, I mean, the other two guys were much more, you know, mainline battles. You're fighting. Jalen Hale, you know, you're fighting Texas A&M and and Texas for Jalen Hale, one of the top receivers in the country out of Texas. And then Jaron Hamilton, who you've seen blown up this year. So, I think the number kind of adjusts. And Alabama's always doing that. I mean, they obviously will know something we don't know. They'll know more about their roster for next year than we know right now about their roster for next year. So, I think this kind of adjusted as we went along. And uh, they probably added one. And also, I think Jaron. and certainly Jalen Hale who you know three months ago I don't think anybody had him in the Alabama class or an Alabama commitment most had him staying in state so uh, they had targeted Jaron early on and I think they made him a priority and just kept pushing
1: so what's next Tim we've been talking a lot about maybe more of an emphasis on the defensive side of the ball to close out this class Uh, here comes another wide receiver a Talented, capable option in Jaron Hamilton to join the mix. So uh, is it back to the defense now, or is still some other things that could play out in some other phases of the game?
0: You know, I guess at this stage with the offensive, you know, offense, you're kind of looking at just maintaining what you've got. I mean, you've got, you know, impact guys at wide receiver, running back. you got guys at quarterback, offensive line class you like. You have the tight end flip from Ohio State to Alabama Lockwood. You've got a really complete offensive class. Um, I'm sure there's still guys they'd like to add. I mean, there's always guys that uh, that are, you know, fall into that too-good-to-pass-up category, but I think defense is what you're looking at the rest of the way, at least for the most part. Um, you know, a lot of the defensive targets, and these guys we knew who were going <clears> to <throat> wait till late in the process. A James Smith, a a Quay a Keon Healy, these are all guys we knew that were going to wait wait, uh, wait late until the process. So none of that's much of a surprise right now. So the defensive guys we expected to go late, uh, most of them kept their schedule. But, you know, they've, they've circled that list down pretty good, um, you know, and having, of course, the number one class in the
1: country. Still some big fish out there for the Alabama Crimson side, no doubt about that. Where the 2023 cycle is concerned But today, it's about Jaron Hamilton, a four-star wide receiver From Buholtz High School in Gainesville, Florida Committing to the Alabama Crimson Tide Tim, anything else before we get out of here?
0: No. So, hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving weekend And, yes. uh, and uh, we look forward to this Final, I think we're down to Under 30 days, maybe we're at 25 days or so left until The signing period, so Everybody be ready for this final push.
1: Yeah, and you're going to want to hang out with us at BamaOnline.com, especially right there on our premium message board, the Roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama fans around the globe. Thanks again, Tim. I right, see you guys. We'll see you on the Roundtable. And if you haven't subscribed to the Bama Online podcast, we certainly hope you'll do so. Simple as a click or two. And if you leave us a rating and a review, that would be greatly appreciated as well. For Tim Watts, Travis Ryer, thanks again. Until next time, so long, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.